Welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show with Landon Witt. You are about to learn hyper-local market knowledge happening right now in the Oklahoma City real estate market. This is your fresh weekly report on housing conditions in Oklahoma City that will enable you to make smarter investment decisions and gain insight on local trends. Landon is a genuine, self-made top realtor in Oklahoma City with millions of dollars in real estate closed every year and hundreds of satisfied clients. He's top rated by sites like Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, and Homes.com. He's actually been there and done it. He's a successful investor, property manager, and residential broker who's worked with clients from all over the globe to help achieve their real estate goals. This program will help you gain the much sought after hyper local information that's vital to making real estate decisions, whether you live right here in the city or across the country. Welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Here is your host, Landon Witt, with this week's daily market update. Welcome to episode 17 of the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. I'm Landon, brokered by Metro First Realty, license number 174290. Your market data today provided by Oakmar, the local area MLS. Okay, moving into the market news. Want to jump into this, uh, but first, we're recording this on the anniversary, the 17 years ago. September 11th occurred. Um, you are probably listening after this, and they've already talked about that. But um, what a day of remembrance for uh, the largest attack on American soil. Um, so want to definitely be in remembrance of that as we're doing this podcast this week, an event that changed our nation, our economy, our families, the way we see race and religion big factors. So, all right, moving on to lighter topics today. The market, good stuff. If you haven't been to okcrealestateshow.com, I definitely recommend it. Got a new feature on there called the market report. You can check that out and get just a quick tidbit so if you're missing our podcast or you maybe can't listen, you can just read this the um, market report broken down in a nice, easy to read. This data is reported from Oklahoma City Center to a radius of 10 miles, and I do that on purpose so that I can have a very specific key market indicators each week for you. The last seven days, we had 112 active homes enter the market. That's down from last week's 163. Uh, last week's reported 163. Um, days on market average for last week, this last seven days is 35 days on market. That's down from 43 days last week. So again, last week we were ending the month uh, and going into um, part of the pod, part of the seven day outlook was ending the month of August. And again, when we end that month, most likely you're going to close at the end of the month when you have the choice. So properties that maybe have been on the market longer will generally uh, close at the end of the month when you have a choice again, because you pay less uh, in prepaid interest. If you close at the end of a month when you're creating a mortgage, average sales price this week, 187. 187. Uh, now that's going to be um, up 
from 163 last or week before last. So we're definitely heading the right direction. Had some good uh, players come off the market uh, this last seven days that, that closed earlier in this month. Um, average list price per square foot, 102.76 cents. Average sold price was 149. So uh, that's a a difference between the week before we were like a tenth of a point this week we're looking at a 2.27 percent discount so again if you're wondering what kind of deals you can get as you're browsing online or driving around and i know you guys are pulling out your smartphones and if you're not you should you should be pulling out your smartphone typing in that address checking out what that home is valued at now by all means you can call that number on the sign to chat with the listing agent uh, and by the way, if you click the contact agent button on Zillow, that's not actually going to the listing agent a lot of times. You want to read that fine print very uh, carefully. That uh, information is then uh, sold to the highest bidder. So um, if you're looking for the listing agent, really the best bet is either to visit the Oakmar website for the actual MLS listings or call that sign. The uh, National Association of Realtors says that about less than 9% of you guys actually call the number that's on the sign. Just fun fact for you. Uh, average appreciation rate year-to-date in Oklahoma City are holding steady at 3.5%. Our market outlook for rentals, new metric for you. National rents are currently at $1,440. Monthly change zero this week. Annual change up 0.5%. Let's contrast that with the Oklahoma City Metro rent. Currently, we're running right at $1,091 for the monthly average. Uh, that's, a, that's a dip of a tenth of a point um, in the last month. Annual change, we're down 0.9%. Uh, and that's a metric that is actually coming off the Zillow Research Division. If you visit the Zillow website, you can go underneath their research division. Why would I use Zillow for a rental estimate? Well, guess what? Most tenants or most landlords are using Zillow. And we don't actually track most rentals. The rental market in the MLS in Oklahoma City is very, very limited. Most of the realtors don't make but maybe $100 uh, for listing uh, rental. So usually it's only realtors that either have investors that are friends and clients of theirs that they sell houses to, that they rent an MLS, or it's a property manager management company that's got them listed. But uh, generally you see a lot more listings on Zillow uh, in the rental market than you do on uh, MLS. So fun stuff there. Okay, REOs, if you're looking to buy for closed homes, let's take a look at the stats for last week and we can project those into what they may be this week. All right, the average per square foot price, now list price, was $68.87. But I wanna bring this up. There's only three listings that sold last week in the REO category for the last seven days in Oklahoma City. Okay, so at $68.87 list price, they ended up selling at $63.95. So we have pretty good size split there between the two. Um, I think that's, what do we got here? 7%, 6%, I may be wrong on that. $68 to 63, we don't have that metric run. 
But nevertheless, on three listings, it's really hard to project. Um, but then again, um, it's good stuff because every single one of these sold for less than what they were they were um, listed at. One of them was really close. I mean, just a couple, a couple hundreds or hundred dollars underneath what it was listed for. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. On to the news portion of this show, I was searching pretty hard to try to find a uh, some some interesting construction news, and there are some construction permits that got pulled this week, um, especially in the apartment complex um, as well as in the commercial field. We've got a couple of permits in the in the single uh, million dollar digits. Uh, one although takes the cream of the crop, and that's Omni Hotels, $29 million build that they just pulled the permit on. The Oklahoman reported this, um, let's see, in July, July 20th, Omni Hotels and Resorts has filed a building permit to start construction on a 605-room hotel that will adjoin a new convention center already under construction in the area known as Core to Shore. Construction of the $235 million hotel at 400 South Robinson Avenue is set to start in September with an estimated completion in two years. With construction set to start on the hotel, the only component of the Corps Shore plan still under design is an 850-space garage that will serve the hotel, convention center, and Scissortail Park. That site, currently home to an OG&E Energy Corp data center, is set to be turned over to the city next March. A 241-unit apartment tower with retail is set to be built, wrapping around the garage. The newest designs show a coffee shop, steakhouse, sports bar, and other venues will line the Robinson Avenue side of the hotel with a view looking out at Scissortail Park. Stay tuned. Here you go. This is the important stuff. The deal with Omni to build, own, and operate the hotel was approved last year by the Oklahoma City Council after they were told by consultants and experts in the convention business a headquarters hotel is necessary to the success of the $288 million convention center. It's necessary because there's no other place to stay in town. Oklahoma City is to provide $85.4 million dollars in financing for the hotel. Let me say that again. The city of Oklahoma is going to provide $85.4 million to help finance the hotel, while Omni is investing the the remaining $150 million. Interesting. So why would the city spend $85 million investing into a 605-room hotel in the city core? Well, one answer may be that hotels statistically that are in the downtown corridor often have higher rent rates than hotels that aren't. You have an urban location, you have high demand, you have airport travelers that don't want to rent a car, so they're willing to pay higher prices for a location that's ideal. Now, with higher prices come higher profits, and with Oklahoma having what's called the lodging tax, which right now in the county of Oklahoma and the city of Oklahoma is combined together at 5.5%. 
Okay. If you combine that total, the lodging tax at 5.5%, the state sales tax at 4.5%, and then the city sales tax at 3.875, you get a total tax of 13.875. That may have something to do with the 85,000, $85 million investment in the Omni Hotel. Now, some of you may be saying, why are people building hotels when Airbnbs are taking off at their finest? And you're right, that's a good debate. But as of earlier this year in February, Forbes magazine ended up uh, producing an article that said, Airbnbs impacted the hotel business, but it's only been about 1.5%. Although the hotel industry is concerned and they are lobbying against to get Airbnb regulated, Nothing formally has passed in most of the top 10 cities regarding doing anything with removing Airbnb. Um, there's a few outliers, of course. I think San Francisco is one of them. But this concept of shared housing as far as the Oklahoma City market, and that's what we're concerned about here on the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show, there's no actual legislation yet, or should I say enforcement of the regulation. Uh, there was talks in February for you Airbnbers that you would be charged a $24 annual permit, and that's really just a permit to enable them to be able to track uh, the taxes to make sure you're paying that 5.5% lodging tax. City legislators want you to be able to house share because they believe it's important for our local economy for homeowners to be able to house share and, and create more income for their family by using their house. It also results in people spending more money in the construction business as well as Lowe's and Home Depot fixing their houses up and getting ready for um, Airbnbers. All right. Moving onward, like I said, we really don't have too many permits to discuss today. We want to get straight to our guest, Justin. Justin is the president of Crestwood Homo Neighborhood Association. This is a little bit different, we talk, than an HOA that is that is a, uh, a mandatory binding document that you that is forged together with your lien as you close, or with the title as you close. It's actually a, a, a a restriction or a cloud on the title and some people may call for when you go to sell then you have to make sure that your dues were paid and this kind of thing and that's how an HOA gets its power is by by wedging in the deed when the original plots were laid that they would remain entitled to get their dues and fees and you would have to obey their covenants and their restrictions whereas a homeowner's association is different that our homeowners uh, neighborhood association is different in that it's voluntary and the purpose of it is just to create um, a better community uh, and it doesn't quite have as much control and we'll see that so uh, Justin uh, we were outside um, at the corner of Crestwood uh, in the neighborhood if you're not familiar with where that's at that's just south of 23rd and about I want to say what the 2000th block somewhere in there um, we'll get into detail of exactly where it's at but uh, without further ado Justin Crestwood Neighborhood Association president on the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Thanks for listening. All right, Justin, I wanna welcome you to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Pleasure to have you. 
Thanks for having me. So tell the listeners where we're at right now. Right now we're in the Prestwood neighborhood, which is bounded by Northwest 16th Street, Northwest 23rd to the north and south, and Northwest Villa and North May to the east and west. All right, and of course today's a windy day uh, in Oklahoma City, so uh, but actually a beautiful day. Um, this is, uh, I guess, the end of summer is approaching uh, another two weeks, and, and we'll be into fall. So that's great. Now tell me a little bit about the difference between like an HOA and what you guys have here in Crestwood? Yeah, the Crestwood Neighborhood Association is not compulsory. It is not a homeowners association. Uh, it's a residence association. Anyone that lives here, whether they own or rent, can be a member. Uh, we do not have any uh, authority to make anybody do anything, um, but it is great for community. And uh, what we pay for is the lighting up and down this uh, beautiful median, uh, as well as landscaping, uh, water, and uh, uh, plenty of other activities throughout the year. Sure, sure. Now, is this a now? When you say um, it's not mandatory, that means that uh, let's say when somebody purchases a home in Crestwood, they are then given the privilege to then join the member or become a member. Or how does that work? Yeah, we would love to have them join once they move into our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a website, CrestwoodOKC.com, um, which not only has all our our history. Uh, but has information on how to join, and the dues are $30 a year. It's completely voluntary, uh, but we think that the service we provide and the community that we foster is well worth it. Wow, wow, that is, and, and, and that is true, you know, in, in Crestwood there is events and things that are going on. We're on 19th Street now, which is, a, as he mentioned, a very beautiful street. Um, you've got this large median, and the, the roads are separated. Um, you actually will find a lot of people walking their dogs and people out just for a stroll on a Sunday afternoon on 19th Street. Um, for those that may be new to Oklahoma City, what is the appeal of Crestwood? I mean, what does Crestwood have to offer um, if they have no clue about Oklahoma City? City. Well, it has a lot of character. Um, in 1906, when this addition was first platted, Villa right here was actually the western edge of Oklahoma City, and so this was one of the first suburbs. This 19th Street median was originally going to be a trolley track line. Oh, wow. So they actually uh, made it much wider, they plotted it, and then decided not to extend the streetcar out this way, and we got a beautiful median out of it. It's interesting. three full uh, city blocks, it's a half mile long, and you're right, people walk their dogs. Uh, I've met so many neighbors out here just walking our dog. Uh, the Neighborhood Association pays for uh, dogs for dogway stations, or it's mm. for dogway stations. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, and we use it for our monthly meetings, and next month we'll have our neighbor's night out block party on this median. So what does that look like then? You guys set up tables, or are there cookouts that are going on in the median? What is that? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, Neighbors Night Out is organized by the uh, Oklahoma City Neighborhood Alliance. Hmm. And uh, what we will do is the 2700 block of 19th Street will be blocked off. We have a city permit. And so we'll have a food truck, uh, a tent with door prizes that local businesses have donated, uh, a potluck where people can 
uh, bring their desserts and, and win a prize, hmm. games for the children, and really just a, a great opportunity to come out and meet your neighbors. Sure, and meeting your neighbors, that's so important. You know, one of the things a lot of people that may live in the suburbs or you live on land now and you're transitioning to Oklahoma City, you know, the urban Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City core, um, meeting your neighbors, being involved with your community, that is a big part of it. And Crestwood, no other than, you know, no other than Crestwood is this full event. Um, so uh, how often are these events and where can they find them? I mean, you mentioned the website earlier. Is that a... Yeah, the website is crestwoodokc.com. Uh, there's also the the social media site next door um, and the Facebook group Trolley Track Talk. Trolley Track Talk. <laughs> all these adjoining neighborhoods that used to have these trolley track lines. So we're on the trolley track, or the are the future site of, of what would have been the trolley track in what nineteen nineteen oh six was when it was originally uh, plotted. Wow. In 1924, uh, I believe the addition was bought by a new developer, John Harden, and he is the man that developed Edgemere Park, uh, as well as Linwood Place, and built the uh, iconic Farmer's Market building down in downtown Oklahoma City. Interesting. So much history there of these, of these key individuals that developed so much of what we call now Oklahoma City. So for someone that uh, wants to live here, um, are they considered in the urban here, or is this considered uh, what some would arguably say this would have been the, the outskirts of Oklahoma City back in the day, right? Well, it certainly would have been back then. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not as urban as living in mid midtown or downtown, uh, but we are a four-minute Lyft or Uber ride to the Plaza District. Mm. We are so close to uh, tons of shopping on North May, and anything you want to get to downtown is usually about eight to ten minutes away. Okay, so for those that may have read a little bit about historic living, um, they're bound to have come across the regulations, right? So are you guys a historic district? Are you regulated or is there parts of you that's regulated? How does that work if someone wants to purchase a home here? There actually are no regulations in this neighborhood. Uh, in the mid-90s, there was an effort to make it a historic district. Um, it did not happen, and I've been told that some of the houses have changed so much that it wouldn't be able to be approved now. Mm. Uh, but the people here have done a great job of maintaining the historic character, and you're not going to have anyone telling you you can't do things here. <laughs> There's a great city right there. <laughs> but uh, we do appreciate when new neighbors come in and, and they keep the historic character. Sure. So if you are interested in living in a place that has the historic appeal, but you want to be able to do stuff like upgrade the windows, which is a real popular thing, um, especially those double pane, thermal pane windows, and, and so that you guys see on TV, and then also that you want, because in the wintertime, it gets cold here. And when you got those original single pane windows, to be able to update that window really makes a difference. And you can here in Crestwood. Um, you can. And we've had, we've had people move here from Edgemere and Crown Heights and say the reason they did so is because they wanted to be able to upgrade their windows. That's it. That's a big thing. Now, talk to me a little bit about maybe some restrictions that you do have. I know Linwood doesn't allow carports. Um, is there anything like that in Crestwood? No, and as I said, the Neighborhood Association has no enforcement power. Okay. So if it is allowed by the city, it's allowed here. 
I see. So the so they would then go through the planning committee or the planning uh, city planning just like any other neighborhood. Yes. Okay. So if it's approved there, so if they want to add a swimming pool, um, uh, expand their driveway, anything like that, as long as the city says it's okay, Crestwood would say it's okay. Um, now I did notice that you guys have uh, a signature sign here um, on all the different street corners. You have where it does say Crestwood. Now is that that's paid for through the membership? Yes, we did that two years ago. Uh, we we're pretty proud of it, and uh, that was paid for by donations through the Crestwood Neighborhood Association. They are street sign toppers that uh, sit atop every street sign at every intersection in this neighborhood. And that really is part of giving this area its identity. You know, there's little things like that that people do that can really give an area something special. Um, so tell me a little bit about the structure of Crestwood. So if someone wants to get involved in the association, how would that work? What does it look like? Is there job positions? Is there rank? I mean, how does this work? Well, like uh, any other organization, there's a board of directors and uh, just the typical officers, president, vice president, treasurer, and secretary. Uh, we're actually going to have our elections in October. Um, anyone that wants to get involved is welcome to come to a meeting, uh, throw their hat in the ring. They can volunteer on a you know, as-needed basis. Um, that's what happened to me. I came to my first meeting, and uh, I was elected president. Wow. So, okay. Three years later, I'm ready to hand it off to somebody else, but I'll certainly stay involved. So, you're so there could be a new president come October. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wow. There and there wants to be. You want to be. They want to be a new president. I'm actually term limited. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, we do have bylaws and term limits. And Interesting. So, uh, looking forward to see you know who comes next, but I'll certainly keep involved. And so for those interested in really getting involved and impacting, if you live in Crestwood or you're or you're gonna be living in Crestwood, do you have to live in Crestwood to be the president? Yes. Uh, live here or own property here. Okay. So you got to be a property owner or actually you know actively live there. Um, also, there's probably some other positions like treasury. I mean, do you guys have that type of structure? Or? We do. Uh, we have a secretary and a treasurer. Mm -hmm. um, those positions will be open in October. And uh, we're looking forward to see who wants to get involved next. Wow, wow. Folks, a lot to do, a lot to see. Um, any new improvements that are happening in Crestwood? Any newsworthy stuff? Uh, well, we are excited about our block party next month. Uh, we are still happy with these sign toppers and uh, we've always uh, got some things in our hip pocket and we're just going to continue to think about them and talk about them and maybe we'll have something special to unveil in the next year or so. Sure, sure. Well, there it is, folks. Justin, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, if they need to get a hold of you or they need to get a hold of the, um, the, you know, if they have any questions about things they cannot, cannot do, or maybe they have some recommendations, again, that's on the website, right? Is that? It is. The, the website is CrestwoodOKC.com. CrestwoodOKC.com. There's a contact us link there, and uh, you can email me directly at thecrestwoodokc at gmail.com. Are you guys on social media at all? Uh, we do have a Twitter account. We don't typically uh, respond on that. Uh, we have a, a, a Facebook page, uh, okay. but if you'd like to discuss what's happening in Crestwood, really that trolley, trolley track talk group is the best way to do it. And then now that's a group on Facebook, the trolley track? Yes. Okay. So trolley, so they can just search on Facebook, trolley chat. 
trolley track talk. That's a word vendor. Trolley track talk on Facebook, and you can get connected with that group. Well, thanks again. I appreciate you coming today. Yeah, thanks for highlighting our neighborhood. We hope to welcome some new neighbors soon. Excellent. Okay, thanks, guys.